Hello and welcome to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug, and these are my acute mental neuroses. This is going to be a quick episode, and I know sometimes I say that, and then it ends up being 20 minutes long. I'm going to try to make this a short episode, which means I'm going to kind of abridge a few things. I have to edit this episode after I'm done recording it. It's just the way my day job schedule plus my life schedule plus the network schedule kind of shook out. First off, um, it's not a disclaimer, uh, but I need to, and it's not a retraction by any means. Uh, but the first thing on the list, and I know that there are a couple listeners that are going to figure out where I'm going with this super quick. Uh, first thing on the list you cannot see is being honest despite ridicule. Yes, I know I talked about gagging last week. Yes, I know I didn't think about it, but I invited some very unsavory jokes at my expense. I did, and they were friendly, and I just went, get it all out of your system, guys. Um, they know who they are, but the thing is, and in general, I want to say this to the audience as a whole, I'm going to be honest, despite ridicule, whatever you think, um, whatever jokes you have, I'm being honest. Um, I'm never going to shy away from anything unless it's personally sensitive in terms of someone else, or it's legally sensitive, uh, in certain cases of certain things that I've kind of shied away from, but eventually resolution will happen personally, legally. Uh, emotionally, whatever, and I will talk about it. But I will always be honest with you guys. That's my promise to you. It's been my promise to myself and to you guys since the very first show that I'm always going to be honest with you. And um, when I get into like the the emotional stuff or the scary stuff, I'm going to be honest. And yeah, maybe a couple friends made some suck more dick jokes about my gagging. But honestly, I was talking more about the fact that like this acid reflux thing was making my, like, throat close up and gag, and I was like, holy shit, it's stomach cancer. Like, it was scary, because I didn't know what was going on, and then I figured it out, and it wasn't scary at all, but, I mean, that's just, you know, the unknown is scary until you have the knowledge to make it known. I digress. Uh, fire of doing in life. I've gotten a whole bunch of stuff done. I've been utilizing my days off from the day job and my time um, away from the day job to get a whole bunch of stuff done. I have to go through um, a packet of some papers that I can't talk about, uh, mostly because it's a sensitive issue that I can't um, disclose quite yet. And the next thing on uh, on, on my personal to-do list is just restart the computer. I mean, I'm going to get that done later today. So I've been getting so much done, um, so many errands run. The web work, uh, I've, I've kind of taken a break on because the sitemap was so was uh, a huge undertaking, and uh, the next step is going to be a huge undertaking as well, which is the SEO metadata. Once again, I don't think it's going to be hard, but it's going to be tedious. So, uh, I'm glad that I've got the fire doing, and I'm clearing stuff off of my to-do list. Next, um, something that's kind of fun. Uh, not pop culture necess- uh, necessarily, but uh, fun that I get to go back to writing. I don't remember if I've talked about it, because it's been a couple weeks, that I cracked uh, Fear, uh, through a psychic dream. Um, I believe I actually did bring that up, but if I didn't, I cracked fear through a psychic dream. Figured it out. I'm going to start working on it. I'm, I have to figure out the exact mechanics of the interactive or the interconnectivity of the audience and myself when I write it. Um, but I'm really excited to get back to, um, writing fear. I need to write another Black Falls piece, which I'd started on uh, working titles of the ugly man. Um, it's kind of the last of the series, um, of new pieces, uh, that seem to be centered around, uh, paranoia and, a, a, a um, like being surveilled. Um, I've noticed that in the last string of Black Falls that I've written where it's like 
there's a man in an elevator that you don't see, or um, the government is controlling us through germs, or um, the kid is, you know, talking to ghosts and kind of very aware of like this old oak tree that seems to be watching him in his uh, peripheral. Um, and the ugly man is um, based on a, a dream I had that was um, kind of being um, uh, chased by a dream in, in real life. Um, so I, I'm, I'm not going to keep doing the weird paranoia stuff um, in Black Falls. I think the next series of new pieces, I'm probably going to brainstorm um, a new theme, even though that theme of being surveilled wasn't on purpose at all. Just the ideas I had of where was the goat, like, where did the ghost of the old oak tree come from that I brought up in the first Black Falls piece? Um, you know, the man in the elevator was just a thought I had in an elevator and was terrifying. The germs thing I, I, I said on Mr. Wright was based on something I'd read by Warren Ellis and Brian Michael Bendis. Um, and the ugly man, like I said, is based on a dream, but they all seem to have that common thread. And I'm wondering when I start brainstorming new ideas for Black Falls, what'll be kind of the driving thread, um, or through thread for those pieces. And also I'm designing a new D&D character. That's not to say I'm going to kill uh, my current D&D character who has uh, been captured if you don't listen to, well, it's months and months and months and months, months and months away um, on D20, but um, I've taken my character kind of off, off the board, so to speak, and I'm debating what to do with him, and I've been talking to Brandon, who's the co-DM on D20 Proof, um, and I'm trying to figure out a way that if that character dies, how to bring in a new character and how to make that work. Um, because I have a very specific idea, and sometimes when your ideas are too specific in D&D, you can't make them work. It's too niche. Two more things, and then we'll wrap up. So I talked about my CD player being broken. I found a few DIY ways of resetting it, which effectively was kind of uh, physically hacking, uh, so to speak, uh, my electrical system in my car, which was... One of the ways to try to jolt the CD player back to life, or at least a brief life, so I could, you know, get it to work for a couple minutes. Like the way, like, Jonah Hex could bring people back from the dead for a couple minutes in the, in the horrible movie, Jonah Hex. Or, or that glove in Torchwood. That's a better, that's a better metaphor, uh, because Torchwood was better than Jonah Hex, except for that last season of Torchwood, not Jonah Hex. So I disconnected the, uh, negative coupling on my um, car battery for uh, about between 10 seconds and 30 seconds. Uh, put it back on. It reset the electrical system in a way that uh, my automatic window uh, wouldn't work until later on that afternoon when I'd started uh, turned on, turned off, then turned back on my car. For a while there, it wasn't even showing that I had a CD player, which was interesting. Um, but once that auto uh, window came back on, so did the seeing the of the CD player. So I think I just kind of gave it a bit of a, a small stroke. Didn't fix the problem whatsoever. I'm going to have to get it replaced, which sucks. But what are you going to do? Um, luckily, I'm at a day job where I make the money where when I talk to them about how much it's going to cost to replace it, um, and even being frugal in terms of what I want from a car stereo, because... Okay, hold on. Let me let me say this. So I walk into the car toys, and <laughs> I said, I'd, I'd like to look at the stereos. And he goes, yes, well, here they are. And he tried to sell me, like, a $500 touchscreen. I think I said this last week. 
And the guy tried to tell me that, like, you know, Colorado's going to make it mandatory that I have Bluetooth. And I went, you're out of your fucking mind. That is not constitutional at all. And he goes, well, no, I mean, for, like, you know, when you want to talk on the phone in your car. And I went, well, I'm not going to do that. And he goes, but if you did, I went, I don't. I won't. And I wouldn't. So take Bluetooth off the board and give me not a basic stereo because I don't want some cheap piece of shit. But... Um, kind of a middle of the road thing, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't need Bluetooth. I don't, um, I don't stream stuff. It all, it'd be stuff I load onto my, uh, phone from iTunes. So fuck him. Um, not fuck him. I'm going to go back. I've got his card. He was a nice enough dude. He was the first guy that noticed me. Little white kid hanging out in Saudi Aurora looking at, you know, stereos. I fixed the car. Sort of. Um, I did everything I could that didn't involve physically getting in there and, like, removing the stereo and then the carousel and, and all that shit and uh, unplugging things from the electrical system that I'm not going to do. I'm not going to do. I, I don't know enough about car electrical systems that I want to play tourists there. Um, if you do, great. Drop me a line on Twitter or Facebook. Um, absolutely. But I don't, so I won't. Lastly, and I know that um, a few listeners had wondered uh, about the conclusion of the uh, the resolution, the payoff of the story of asking the girl from work out. Well, I have it. Long story short, she said she was flattered. And I went, uh, she said no. Uh, girls don't say they're flattered if they're going to say yes. That's a nice way of saying no. That's girl code for, oh, I'm flattered, but dot, dot, dot. And I went, okay, that's fine. And she kind of looked at me and I went, all right, well, let me know, you know, whatever you want, your uh, regular drink, and uh, I'll stay around. And kind of little wave and just fucked off. There's no need to make that. A situation awkward. I'm not in my teens anymore. I'm not holding out hope for a long-term relationship. It was weirdly okay to be rejected. Um, a, she was adult enough to do it in in an adult way. Um, it wasn't like she like just started like hysterically laughing and pointing at my face and going not with that, um, which would be horrible of her. No, uh, she did it in a mature way, and I handled it in a mature way. I handled it in a way that. I went, this doesn't need to be weird. I didn't say this part, but it's like, this doesn't need to be weird. Um, I asked you out. You said no. Okay, I get it. I'm not your thing. Moving on. It ended up uh, the day after that, uh, she came to me for a, 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 a drink at the day job, and I made it, and she goes, is it weird? And I went, only if you make it weird. I said, I'm fine. Don't worry about it. Like, I get it. And I didn't say this, but I was like, maybe you don't want a, you know, balding 35-year-old as a boyfriend um, who's obsessed with comic books and tabletop games. I mean, really, like, I think about it, and I'm like, yeah, you're cute and you're cool and all, but you're not my kind of cool. Like, I've had girlfriends that I've gotten into actual screaming matches in public about who brought balance to the force, Anakin or Luke. Let's let the cat amongst the pigeons on that one but um actual screaming matches in public 
where the bartender had to be like, or people would go to the bartender and go, um, do we need to stop this? Because this is going to be a domestic issue. And she goes, have you listened to what they're arguing about? It's Star Wars. And by the way, this is in the time that's between the prequels and, and Force Awakens. So, I mean, there are a lot of, like, years between that that we could have argued. So, that's the kind of cool I want. The kind of cool I want is, uh, let's argue about, like, who your favorite Doctor is and why. Hey, let's talk about who your favorite Doctor Who companion is. And yes, there is a wrong answer. But I'll leave you to decide that. Um, let's talk about uh, how Smurfs reproduce. Let's talk about why Godzilla movies eventually devolve into the raptor scenes from... Jurassic Park, that's my kind of cool. This chick wasn't my kind of cool, and that's fine. She's got a different flavor of Kool-Aid. I need to take a sip. So, weirdly enough, like I said, um, this is going to be a short episode, and it's already 15 minutes. It'll be less than that once I edit it, because there was a phone call. I've had a few biological moments of sneezes and such, and ums. But, from damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, my name is Doug, and from damn Doug's Acute Mental, mental Neuroses, these have been my acute mental neuroses. Good night, Internet. Oh, yeah. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!